when I lived down here when as a child, I was Carolyn Gale Ross. And uh, um, <laughs> most of you now know Mrs. Little was my second grade teacher. And uh, my family was mostly from Heidelberg and Old Landing. My uh, dad's people were from uh, Heidelberg, and my mother's people were from, well, her, she was part Terry, and they were from Heidelberg, but the Stampers were from Old Landing. And uh, so uh, I remember going down there as a child. I gotta try to find it again. I wanna go back sometime. But uh, anyway, uh, I had a wonderful childhood. I loved growing up in Heidelberg, and my mama and papa lived across the river in a holler, and there was nobody else up there. And my aunts and uncles were all within just a few years older than me. They all went to Southside. And uh, it was just a great way to grow up. And then my grandma Ross, uh, Omi Ross, some of you might have remembered her, she lived across the road from us. So all my relatives lived you know, all around me and everything. And uh, I spent most of my time across the river at my mama and papa's because I had all these kids to play with, you know. And we could just leave in the morning and not come back until supper. And nobody worried or it was just total freedom. And I went to school with my aunts and uncles and my teachers had taught my mom and my dad, Mrs. Updike, and um, you know, so there was that very cozy family surrounding. And when I was 10, my parents uh, decided to move to Indianapolis for job opportunities. In fact, my dad worked for Booz Jones in his garage downtown. He was a mechanic for him. And uh, so anyway, uh, they moved us to Indianapolis and I cried my eyes out <laughs> for years and years because um, you know I left this close-knit community and Southside was such a wonderful little school. I mean, it was just, it was just special. And uh, I went to the city, great big city, which I'd never been to before. And we moved in the inner city. And the kids were the meanest kids I've ever seen in my life. They were so mean. And uh, back in the 50s, and this, we left in 61, but little boys just didn't hit little girls down here. That just wasn't done, you know. And uh, those little boys thought about nothing about slugging you. <laughs> I mean, it was just culture shock. And uh, so um, I was miserable. My dad was miserable. My mother loved it because she had a really rough life down here and so life got much easier for her up there. And so and my two sisters were too young to really remember, but my dad and I had a terrible time. And and we came back like every other weekend, you know. But Daddy would say, I'm moving back to Kentucky. And he'd go upstairs and pack his suitcase and put it in the car and go around the block. <laughs> and I'd pack his suitcase, you know. And that just kind of took care of his need. But uh, I came back every summer as soon as school was out. You know, I was back for the entire summer. And so I got to live my Kentucky life in the summer, and then I got to live my prison life. <laughs> you know? And uh, so I did that until I started work. And uh, I just always knew I wanted to come home. I mean, we always came back, even when we did come every other weekend. Throughout the years, we'd come back, oh, maybe sometimes four or five times a year. So I was never gone long enough that the changes bothered me because I saw them you know, happening. But I think it's the most beautiful spot on earth, and I think the people are the most wonderful, friendliest people I've ever known. And uh, it's just home, you know. 
And so I was lucky enough to come back when I retired and uh, build a cabin out of Cliff View. And, okay. uh, yeah, you're so beautiful. Right, right. <laughs> you, you live out there too? I don't, but I love Cliff View. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can actually see the lights of Cliff View at my front door. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, when you said you were on 715, I knew you were close. <laughs> and what worked so great for me is that uh, we have security there, so I can go off and be gone for whatever amount of time, and I never have to worry. It's so gated key. Yeah, just you works great. You know where the cemetery is there at the main office, uh-huh. front office? Look Rebecca Johnson's headstone there. That's my grandpa's first cousin. She owned all that property in there. Is that right? Time another, so I, I stopped by to see Rebecca. <laughs> I remember we lived in nothing but a briar patch. I was so happy. <laughs> And yeah, when, uh, when Richard yeah. White developed that, I was just ecstatic because I knew it. as soon as he started developing, I started coming down and staying, and I knew that eventually that's where I was going to be. So I got very lucky, and I got to come home, and this has now been six years, and I don't get to be here as much as I like, but at least I'm home. I've got a piece of Kentucky soil, and every day I get up and I think, my God, that I can wake up to beautiful sunrises and my trees and my deer and I was my drive out on the road like coming here tonight it was you know the red buds are bloom it's so beautiful and uh, so it's for me it's just a dream come true to come back home and it's everything I thought it would be people said oh you can't go back home wrong wrong you, you know you it's uh, it's just everything that I ever thought it would be and I'm just so blessed to be back home